Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to Face to Face. This is a show about change and what's next. It's a show that asks questions and peels back the layers of our average everyday experience and goes beyond scratching the surface. We interview people doing incredible things who are making a difference around the globe. Join me as we listen in and get one step closer to understanding that big ideas shared create collaboration. Collaboration can inspire community, and communities create social change. I'm David Peck, and this is Face to Face. So my next interview is with Sam Soko, and we talk about his new film, Softy, and it is a real, I was going to say it's a real political statement, but it, it, it's its so much more than that. This is, you know, to say that it's a labor of love is is almost a, a, a trite statement, but it, it really is. This is a very personal film for Sam, and, and I think a very personal film for his country, and I, I, you, you see the passion and the commitment that comes through not only in the film and it's a, it's a brilliant film and you need to see it. It's winning awards. Uh, I was at hot docs this year and Sundance look for it online. Softy is the name, but you know, we talk, I mean, ultimately we talk about hope. We talk about uh, dreams and aspirations and we talk about that, carrying that burden and that weight around with you. It took, took Sam seven years to make this film. It's, it's about photojournalism. It's, it's about corruption. It's about the failure of systems across the board and about, you know, very, um, it was prescient. It's, it's, it's about police brutality. It's about, it's about recognizing systemic racism and, and where it is and, and, and then educating and, 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 and stepping into it in an intentional way to say things can be different. And, you know, Sam, Sam will say that you can't, you know, you can't empty a dirty river. And, and so you always have to be adding clean water. And, and it's about giving new voices to, to this, this thing called change. And, and what I love about Sam is his passion. I love the film, uh, but but we talk a great deal about this idea of possibility, and isn't that wonderful? And about being present, and 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 wow, we just we do, again, once again, a great film, a uh, uh, great conversation. We cover a lot of ground, so please stay stay tuned for this interview with Sam. Uh, we're talking about his new film, uh, Softy, and again, something that you need to see, and it's gonna it's gonna open your eyes. And and again, it's a it's a a wonderful, challenging. Brilliant film! Uh, don't forget davidpecklive.com for more information about my writing and my speaking, and and uh, you can get a copy of Real Changes Incremental there. I would love for you to do that. I I am working on a new book. It's probably
probably a, a year, year and a half away, uh, called Minimum Impact. Actually, I'm pretty excited about it, and it's hopefully going to be, uh, you know, hot off the presses in the next couple of years. And then, of course, FaceToFaceLive.ca. You probably have found this podcast, as I continue to say, through things like iTunes and Spotify, Amazon. Now we're there, SoundCloud, other places. But but check out the website if that's how you've gotten to uh, picked up this interview with Sam. And please leave us a review if you're enjoying what you're hearing here. Leave us a review on Spotify or iTunes. It really does help. Uh, some some people won't even be interviewed if you don't have several hundred reviews on iTunes. And we're, you know, we have a few, uh, but it's a challenge to get them. We've got a contest coming up that we're going to let you know about soon and to, to try to drive people closer to, uh, more towards the idea of leaving reviews for us at takes a couple minutes, but that's about all. And then um, you can see about 525 other interviews there, a whole ton of library value. And if you want to advertise with us, you can do that too. We've got a newsletter, by the way, sign up for that, share it with your family and friends, get us out on social media. We'd really appreciate it. And um, don't forget, I also appear on rabble.ca. I've been on that platform for many years now, a whole host of other journalists, writers, thinkers, and bloggers doing um, creating news for the rest of us. So, so, uh, check out face to face there too, if, if, if you want. And, um, I think that's about it. So, so stay tuned, uh, Sam, uh, Soko coming up, uh, talking about his new film, Softy. Well, welcome to Face to Face. We are joined by a very special guest here with us today. And sadly, once again, we're not face to face, partially because of COVID, partially because of an online film festival, but probably more because Sam is currently in uh, Nairobi, Kenya. Sam Soko here with us today to talk about his new film, uh, Softy. Sam, thanks uh, thanks for taking the time to, to chat with me today. Yeah, thanks for having me, David. Thanks for having me. It's, it's a so, pleasure and so- honor. Yeah, well, thank you. And you, so you're in the middle of Nairobi, are you? Yes, I'm in smack in the middle of Nairobi, and and it's like a it's beautiful weather. So it's Be- nice. Nicely warm. And what? And, yeah. and what's the what's the tone like there right now, politically and 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 COVID wise? How <laughs> how are how are people managing? Um, COVID kind of settled things down a bit, you know. Yes, everybody just being at home and everything. But one thing that hasn't been touched by COVID is politics. Mm. <laughs> politics is still hot and running. Which is exactly what Softy is all about, and exactly. it's so layered. And and by the way, Sam, congratulations on the film. I loved it. It's 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 important. It's an it's an important piece of journalism, but it's a brilliant piece of filmmaking, and and so uh, so relevant. And yeah. so timely to what's going on in the world today. Exactly, very, very true. Um, it's it's a labor of love, labor of passion, told because of uh, love we have for our country, and love we have for our families. So that's really interesting. So love we have for your country and our families. So so we're introduced to this photojournalist, this activist, politician. Uh, can I call him a go-getter? Um, uh, Boniface, who 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 says, and there's this wonderful conversation that you film between him and his wife in the car where they're talking about family and country and God and children. And they're sort of kind of trying to order what's most yeah. important. But <laughs> how, how do you, um, how do you uh, number those things for you? Is it, <laughs> is it family, country, you know? And, 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 and is that kind of a conversation that, that, that everyone's having in Kenya at one time or another? It's, it's, I think it's, it's a fundamental question that you kind of grow up with. 
either way without um probably sometimes it's kind of in your face in the case of like you know with Boniface mm. and Jerry or sometimes it's very subliminal like it 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 kind of crawls up on you that you're like oh I really believe in this issue or I really believe in this thing um but am I really ready to what am I ready to do about it what am I going to do about it um and I think for me it's it's still and I think you could kind of what the film is also kind of my own contradiction in mm. in, in that space because i honestly truly believe and passionately um draw a lot from boniface and what he does and how he does it and the the length he's willing to go to do it but i genuinely sympathize and empathize and are in awe of his wife and his family what they have to go through with as a consequence so it's it's that contradiction of is it worth it more or less so in 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 my case is i i i think the world right now really suffers when people stay silent when people don't mm. don't want to 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 do something about what they believe in and especially what's happening right now um with the protests in the US and everything that's just going on it's it's we we are we are where we are right now because of we stand on the backs of very many people who right. really who stood up and said something so i think i'm i'm in I mean kind of like I'm on country but then depending on the day I'm on family. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, I think and I think that's fair, right? It's a I mean even contradiction. It doesn't really It's change. a con- it doesn't really change and I think I think well isn't that what passion and to some degree commitment and intention is really all about, right? I mean, exactly. I love that scene. I love that scene too, by the way, where, um, oh, for heaven's sakes, uh, I can't remember her name right now, but his campaign manager is talking about how, how that's right, how how uh, how he's just so distracted and I got to take his phone away. Exactly. And that is a man or a woman of passion mm-hmm. is, is, you know, they've got a lot going on. I mean, exactly. that's an understatement, right? Yeah, and, and and that's 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 you have you have so much going on in your life. You have so much that you want to do. There's so much you want to achieve. There's so much you want for your children. There's so much you want for the people you love. But then there's so many inhibitions that exist. Particularly, mm. where in in our case is political, and those inhibitions are you. We can't just stand by and not do something about it. But it's it, it's it's such the burden and weight in which right that sacrifice carries is is big it's really big so sam so you say you share a little bit of that with with boniface and and i feel like i i share a little bit of that as well uh, mm-hmm. and there are many other people around the world who well s- especially right now in the us but in many many countries around the yeah. world who are standing up who are pushing back exactly how what why is it that somebody like boniface has this burden as you say has this weight of 
conviction, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, on his shoulders in his life. Is it is it to do with his upbringing? Is mm-hmm. it, you know, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm always yeah. fascinated. I'm, I, I'm, I've been doing this for a few years and now interviewed over 500 people on, on my podcast on Face to Face. And it's remarkable when you talk to some documentarians and, you know, five, seven, ten years to make these films. Mm-hmm. The commitment, right? Yeah. The commitment to the cause. <laughs> where, where does that come from? Where does Boniface find, find it? Um, so it and we we are part of those documentarians because it it took seven <laughs> along years, with this one seven years to make the film seven years again yeah. man congratulations it's, it, it, it really is incredible and I think with Boniface's his life experiences speak a lot to mm. why mm-hmm. he is who he is right now um, he he grew up from a really poor childhood um, and you know, with a single mom. Right. And, and by, by the time he crawled his way out of poverty and, you know, was just starting out his family. Um, then he was, he became a photographer, uh, a news photographer. And just at the point where his career was picking up and he was kind of starting to get, to get recognition for his work, then Kenya had post-election violence. And you start mm. questioning, you start asking yourself, why did this happen? Like, why? And in that space, he kind of witnessed really atrocious atrocities. And when you are trying to make sense of that and nothing happens, because to date, this is 2020, over... A thousand plus people died in post-election violence in 2007 in Kenya. No one has ever been charged or brought to book for what happened. And we're in 2020. It's astounding, really, isn't it? The the injustice. How is it that some people can sleep at night? Right. That's that's, that's, that's the, the biggie question. for me. Yeah, that's it, the question. It really is. If it truly is about politics, if it truly is about family, if it truly is about country, mm-hmm. then how come so many of us are not on, you know, on the same page? Um, I love, I love that, that, that Boniface at one point, he has so many great lines, but the revolution comes first, mm-hmm. then love, then love follows. Mm-hmm. I just, I love that. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's kind of the, 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 the challenge and the, the need for why what's going on in the world right now is important. And I think it's, it's mm. why it's important for people to go out in the streets, but not only go out in the streets, but be heard, like see their be emotion heard. heard, like see right. the pain heard. Cause it's, it's because every so often, and, and I think a lot in history, a lot of pain is kept intact of, you know, is kind of, um, what do you call it? It's trampled upon. It's kind of right. held back with tear gas, with mm. you know, with bans, with you know. That's that's because that's what is used to kind of silence these voices, and a lot of the time, that becomes institutionalized, and you kind of have people growing up or believe and engaging in these institutions or in getting even into government, believing that that's what should be. Oh and right! This is just the way it always has this, been. This is how it has been, and, and, and right, right. Like it's it's not right at any moment 
that people who want to protest should be tear gassed and be si- kept silent. If you know, I'm I'm not I'm not for um, um what do you call it breaking of people's property or stealing or anything like that. I'm not for that. But if if I I believe the police should walk with these people. Mm. They should, you know, they should like just be like. Actually, they should be there to keep the people safe. Which is what, what at one point near the end of the film doesn't doesn't Boniface actually sort of challenge one of the exactly. police officers exactly and says you should you should walk alongside of us you should be protecting yes. me right you should be protecting me like I'm 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 whatever I'm saying right now is not popular there's a reason why I'm here to to right. say this thing nice. yeah like it's not like I was chilling in my house and you know it's not like <laughs> I didn't it's not like I didn't want to go to work it's not like right the right. things I could be doing right now but I have to be here because what is going on isn't right. Sam, I was in, I had the pleasure and the opportunity at a fairly young age to get to Kenya and it was in a remarkable trip. And honestly, wow. to say that it, you know, turned, turned my world upside down is an understatement. Honestly, uh, there, there isn't a week that goes by that I don't think about my four week trip to Kenya and Nairobi and in this little town called Eldoret, which I'm sure is not such a yeah. little town anymore. <laughs> Eldoret is huge right now. What one of and, and there had been some political violence, and so yep. eight or nine people had been killed. And I remember mm-hmm. my mother not being so keen on me going on this trip. But anyway, we ended up there. And one of the two two things I re, well many many things I remember the Great Rift Valley, of course, standing on that was just mm-hmm. remarkable, mind boggling, totally breathtaking, breathtaking. Um, the three hour trip that was really about eleven hours to get from Nairobi <laughs> to Eldoret. I remember that quite well. We got a flat tire. The whole works. But I remember two two other things. I remember a bumper sticker that said, God hates bribery. Mm-hmm. And I remember a young boy coming basically up to the, the bus we were on with an AK-47 wanting to see ID. And that's something that I had never experienced before. And, and that is a thread throughout your whole film, mm-hmm. this notion of you know bribery and injustice and, and turmoil. And there's a scene with a woman and and she says something to the effect, so what, we're, to Boniface, so we're supposed to vote for you for free? Mm-hmm. And I just, I wondered how how deep does that bribery go and that sense of almost, is it entitlement? I don't even know if it's entitlement, but just to call back to your comment about, mm-hmm. you know, this is just the way things always are and they're never yeah. going to change. It's, it's the thing with corruption and in, in your example um, with bribery is, it's one of those things that have been entrenched because of a failure of systems and a failure mm. of government in the sense of that you we pay taxes and tax wise Kenyans are really highly taxed and people mm. actually do pay taxes but they don't see the return of those taxes right. so it's not like you know we have say a public transportation system that works it's not like we have a public school system that works. It's not like we have a public health system that works. It's like there's so many things. Teachers are underpaid. Doctors are underpaid. Like everything is just, we're we're basically trying to make it through every single day. Now, if when that happens and you have such a failure where at the same time you have members of parliament and politicians and people who work in government 
earning almost a thousand times what the minimum wage is. Right. It's ridiculous. So by the time someone is caught or someone is in a space where they, they can't wiggle through, they turn to bribes. So if, if a police isn't paid enough, what do they do? They're like, instead of me taking you to court, just give me the $1, $2, and you you know if if you want a uh, a license or certificate or something like that how about you know just give me this amount of money and then we'll make it through and so by with the failure of systems which now in an elect in an electoral system and now when it comes to voting you find that a, an MP, someone who's running for to be a member of parliament you only see them once when mm. When right, right. Their vote. That comes up in the film a couple of times, doesn't yeah. it? There's a only says something them, about Exactly. The day they come to ask for your vote, that's when you that's see right. them. That's right. And then and then you never see them again. So if that's the case, you better get your t shirt and you better get you get, and you better get paid. Exactly. So like when you meet this guy or this lady, the conversation is very simple. It's like, okay, here's the gig. I might never see you again. So mm. Um, what are you going to pay me? So we're through. Like, even if you screw me, I'm fine. I'm like, right. Because I, I got, that's right. I got my, I got my payment. Yeah. Isn't, isn't that so, so deeply cynical and yet, and yet you go, it's really practical. It's right. it's It's highly, like it's highly sickening on so many levels, but it's one of those things that yes, have become practical over time that Mm. we're like, it's normal. What do you mean you don't? So when you have a candidate like Boniface who comes out and is like, um, I, in fact, I don't want you to pay me. I don't want you to, to pay you. I want you to donate to my campaign. They're like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> right. <laughs> you must be crazy. Exactly. Yeah. You're like, yeah. This, it, 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 there's there's many instances where um where we film people who are like dude just stop wasting your time cuz you know go get go get go get money from whatever you're getting it and then mm. come back and the thing is the the cycle the cyclic part of that story is mm, that's what sure. enables politicians to go steal so cuz they steal and they use part of that money to fund their campaigns so it's it's kind of like you you think you're actually getting something from them, but they're actually getting something from you and giving right. it, in the- you know, and not giving it to you in the amount that they took it. <laughs> Sam, do you think that, and I'd love to talk more too about the, the tribalism and colonial um, uh, colonialism and so on and the connections, because I think we're seeing evidence of, of that, you know, that systemic a dysfunction and failure in the West and U.S. right now. Certainly, evidences of it in Canada, absolutely. And and even even yesterday, we had a politician who said, "Oh, there's no such thing as systemic racism here in Canada." <laughs> like wild, right? A former politician, I should say. But but yeah, just really wild. And 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 to think that. I don't know that you you've been that blinded, right? Mm-hmm. You you've become that much a part of the system, and I just I'm so fascinated on on so many levels as to how that happens and how it runs so deep, and yet it does. And and so I want to say, um, you know, you've you, you're living in the middle of it there in Nairobi. 
surrounded by this political turmoil for so many, many years, is it about um, impunity? Is it about putting these men and, and, and women on trial mm-hmm. and, and ultimately bringing them to justice? Is that's what, is that what's going to bring the, you know, the, 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 the more systemic kind of higher level change? Or, I mean, that makes it sound really simple. It's mm-hmm. not, I know that, but, but I just would love to hear if you have ideas around what is going to make uh, this, this, this shift to this change. I think the thing that has to, the first thing that has to happen for such a shift to take, like, such a change and transformation to happen is a realization that one, all this didn't happen in one day. Right. Like none of yeah. these things took, even when the the British in this case came to Kenya and colonized what, what part, whatever part of Africa this is, they named it. It didn't, it didn't, sorry about that. That's <laughs> okay. Are you are you making a cup of tea, Sam? Is that what you're up to? I don't know. There's someone who is next to me. Who has... <laughs> but it's okay. Say, no it problem. Didn't, it didn't take um, one year or two years. It took them a couple of decades right. to to institute all the things that they are doing. So for us to deconstruct it and break it, it would take a year or two years because. Everything that is colonial or all those things are entrenched in all aspects of our lives. From something as basic as fashion to something as fundamental mm. as education. Mm. They're all ingrained in these things. So when, when that politician says there's nothing like systemic racism, his, his ignorance stems from the fact that for him, systemic racism is something that he has to see on the news and be like, that is systemic racism. But it's right. It's not like from asking him things like, where do you shop? Why do you shop in these places? Why do you think these places exist? So it's it's for us to break that down, one, there has to be a realization of its existence. As long as we are in in a fight of whether it exists or not, it will always be something that's very complicated to fight. That's why it's very difficult to fight, like to engage in climate change. As long as we have climate change deniers, they will always feed a voice. They'll always mm. feed something. So we have to acknowledge the existence that as many African countries, we were screwed by colonialism. And this is how it affected us. Sam is so so is it and again I don't want to over, oversimplify because these are complicated issues of course is it it's it's a variety of things that are going to help us get to a better place obviously but is does it start with education or or I, or to your point is it about recognition right no first, it's a bit of, I was going to say one first for me is recognition and then second right. for me is education okay it it it's fundamentally has to start with the kind of information generations are getting like they have to get the truth and they have that truth has to be represented in an honest manner Mm, that's good that's where it has to start because which is why having people like boniface and and people who are pushing back in a legal and a you know, proper mm-hmm. and um, an ordered way mm-hmm. makes so much sense, right? We have to push back against that kind of systemic dysfunction, failure, violence, et cetera, mm-hmm. which is what we're seeing happening in the U.S. 
yeah, currently. No, ex- and, exactly. And, and, and many other places too, but it's exactly. it's definitely in the news. There's there's like there's a there's a there's a, a, a saying here that says speaks to something like you cannot you cannot empty uh like you cannot empty a dirty river. You sorry, say that again. You can't. You what? cannot empty a dirty river. Ah uh, yes. You cannot decide today. This is how I'm going to remove all the water from this river, and then I'm, <laughs> that sort of thing. What you can do, the way you cleanse that river, is by constantly trying to add clean water until mm. eventually the the dirt will dissipate, and it will eventually become a clean water, clean a clean river. So if 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 we start to we 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 are very clear in our education systems and we try the best in our ability to offer equal education, proper education, education that has truths of our history and our present, and then move to breaking down systemic um, issues and laws that exist, becoming, you know, identifying things like, you know, what discrimination is, how is it manifested, Things like equal pay. Things like that. There's like stuff that we can institutionalize that will kind of enforce and help to encourage this transformation. Because if if we don't, if if we are not aware and cognizant of that, and then start making steps in spaces like education, in in the legal frameworks, and all that, then we will continue to to kind of spiral in the same cycle. But in a Kenyan space, um, particularly, most of our politics is run by same, you know, um, I don't know, just a lot of corrupt politicians. There are very many corrupt politicians. Mm. We have um, families that have been in that space for a very long time. So how, yeah. how, how we, 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 change, we change that is, giving new voices a chance, having mm. making having like what do you call it campaign finance laws, for example. Right. Right. Things that regulate the amount of money and where that money comes from and how that money is in is the money that's in politics. Um regulating um how much people are paid. Cause it's it's ludicrous that you would have a high school teacher and the equivalent of like $250, $300 a month, while a member of parliament earns $12,000, $13,000 a month. It doesn't wow, make sense. Yeah. That's <laughs> just insane. Exactly. That's just a, that's that's, an astounding gap. Like, ex- exactly. Wow. Like they, it's, it's, we cannot live in a society where things like that happen. There's, so, so how that's is what it has that... to change. It's it really does. I mean, I love I love that uh, Boniface at one point, and he's and it's when he's talking to his wife. <laughs> his wife clearly brings him perspective, but he says <laughs> he says uh, a wise man changes his mind, but a fool uh, but a fool never does. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and I just once again, how 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 do we how do we get to those minds to 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 um to turn them upside down as it were. I, like I think of the phrase, a shock of recognition. How do we get people to realize, how do we get people to recognize? And part of it is, I guess, you know, training kids and our children yes. and so on grow up but to, getting, to believe getting in people, things. Getting people like yes. Boniface to run. 
getting more getting more great. people like Boniface to run, getting more and more people asking, speaking back to the to the to the electorate right. and asking them hard questions as well. Will be like and what and and Sam is that. It, it, would you say there is a groundswell of people like Boniface in, in Kenya that, that are pushing back, that are standing up and, and, I, and taking the platform? I, I, I would tend to think so. But if not, I would love to hope that that's what's happening. That, there's, that in our next, because we have an election due in like um, a year and a half. So Okay. So there's... But something that happened that really interesting with like Boniface's campaign was the things like fundraising and things like saying, this is what, these are the questions you're supposed to ask and you need to be, these are the, yeah, this is my scorecard. This is how you should, right. you should grade my performance. This is how you would engage. I think a lot more politicians started to see that there is, there's a hunger for that from the electorate. Mm. Like the electorate are sick and tired of the politician who, in as much as yes, they're taking the bribe or they're doing all that, they they are willing to give this other way a chance. Right. And I think they put one of the biggest, I think the biggest thing about Boyface's campaign for me that was a success is it made people think differently. And give the possibility of difference, and that's what um, that's what we need. Like we need to to open our eyes and doors to the just the idea of possibility. Right, right, nice. The idea of possibility. It's beautiful that it is possible for someone to actually say they're going to deliver, and this is how they're going to deliver, and. This is how you can keep them accountable. And the other thing that it did was in he the way he ran his campaign was run with it removed a whole veil of um what do you call it? Um like there's this you know the way people treat campaigns like a whole hidden thing, like it's so um I'm trying. I'm trying to look for the word. So, so he what, his campaign was transparent. Yes, Is that, transparent. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. The the authenticity of it. The, it was the, the he was the real deal. And even yeah. and even the the privilege that I had to to be present, like we had as filmmakers to film the process. They're not the honest truth is they're not that many African politicians who would dare allow a camera to be present. <laughs> that's that's right. just well. Truth. I bet. I think. I think. That goes across the board. I think that's pretty exactly. global, actually. Exactly. Probably, right? Like, you're not gonna. How how many politicians are gonna be okay with you filming right. their work, but also in this case, filming their work, but also filming their families? Like, probably... well, it's inter- it's interesting. <clears throat> it's interesting, Sam, that you say that. You know, near the I think it was it near the beginning of the film around two thousand the two thousand and eight, and I think Boniface says something about you know, and, and he kind of ends you kind of end the film this way too. But he said he can't stand politicians. Uh, because of the hypocrisy and and no wonder no wonder politicians for the most part don't want to be filmed they don't want you shining a light in Mm -hmm. the darkness right yeah they don't they don't want you to catch them in the lie right yeah that's 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 like that's the greatest that's the politician's greatest fear is being caught in the lie okay it was it was the greatest fear until trump but that was the politician's greatest fear it was like 
you you are, you don't want someone to play back something that you said a year ago and be like but this is what you said but in this case we had um again we were so privileged to be present to see that transformation and see the campaign change to whatever it became and and see them figure out things like we don't have money so how do we fundraise and and right. see the rea- the change of reaction from the from the electorate from the point of who are you why are you doing this to to being like okay we're going to vote for you and and see that reaction and that that was that was really interesting it's amazing that you, I I so love that you 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 call out the fact that you felt the privilege of presence. I love that. It's so great because, I mean, for me, that's what it's all about. It's about being present. It's about listening and and being aware of what's you know going on around us and so on. And I and I love to. And I want to ask you this question about mm-hmm. hope mm-hmm. because you kind of it's you sound really hopeful to me, Sam. Mm-hmm. Like you, I am. you know, and as as a filmmaker. Be. You have to be. I think yeah. that's really that. That's kind of the answer, isn't it? But yeah. but you. I love the way you end the film with uh, the man in the street bumping into Boniface, and mm-hmm. he says, "Hey, I'm George." And and basically, there's always there's always next time. And then I love the way Boniface introduces himself to him, and it's like, "Oh yeah, no, I know who you are." <laughs> you know, like like this is so great. Like yeah. there is hope, right? Yeah. That there that is. there is a future, right? And and the beauty, um, the thing, even when we, when we were thinking and working with uh, my fellow my fellow co-editors Mila Ongtwing and Ryan Mullins, was we we were we we kind of were were thinking through like what's the best way we could end the film that's mm. honest and just not right. to be like a spoiler to anyone is at the end of the film we are as honest as possible to the time and the idea of the story because right the film ends in exactly how things are but also right hints at us have we have to continue being hopeful we have mm. to have faith that something something things will ha- will ha- will have to get better things will definitely get better somehow some way they will otherwise what's the point of everything more or less which is not a space well, we want to be that's not somewhere we want to be it, it's yeah. just too it's just too cynical and exactly. I, I just don't see it leading i don't see it leading to relationship i don't see it leading to community i just don't see it leading to anything really rewarding and meaningful you know and i i so love the, the film you've made and Again, Sam, congratulations on Softy, and I hope everyone gets to see it. Tell us, uh, sadly, we're going to have to wrap up the conversation here in a couple of minutes, but tell me a little bit more. So the film the film premiered at, at Sundance, uh, and you were actually able to be live and face-to-face with the crowds, unlike <laughs> Hot Docs currently, yeah. which is happening online. Can you, can you talk a little bit about that? Um, so the film, um, so like I said, the film is a labor of love for over seven years, Um so the film went through our production company in Kenya, LBX Africa. In we had like another partner called We Another Machine in Kenya through my my co-producer as well, Tony Kamau. Um, so we managed to collaborate with many many amazing people, including Hot Dogs, um, Doc Society, um, POV PBS, Sundance. So many amazing amazing people, and we collaborated with I Still Film out of Montreal. Mm. And that's where all the post-production was done. And I spent quite a bit of time there as well. Oh, neat. 
So I've experienced true Canadian winter. Woohoo. Nice. <laughs> nice. I yeah. love it. Well, Montreal too, they get they get pretty serious they get, winters. Yeah, I they get, they get some, and it was such an honor that we were selected to uh, for Sundance twenty twenty, where you know, it's 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 incredible when something is an idea and a thing for so long and then you have an audience watch it and and actually, uh, we were one of the top, um, one of the top people when it came to like the audience awards and when oh, in nice. terms of the audience numbers. And then we actually won um, special jury prize for editing. So it's oh, congrats! Yeah, so it's it's such it was such an an incredible experience. It being my first film, especially. Wow! <laughs> you Amazing! Almost, I didn't. I actually didn't know that. I didn't yeah. know it was your first film. Yeah, it's my first feature film. So we come with like a lot of, you have no idea basically of what's going to happen. So, right. So we, we, it was an incredible experience just to, to get, uh, to hear from the audiences and listen to them, them saying things like, oh my God, I didn't think, you know, I understand this, what's happening here is something that I'm experiencing back, um, we're experiencing here in the US. And it's crazy that, just a couple of months later, um, people seeing like how a protest takes place in Kenya are the same images they're getting from what's happening in the U.S. And yeah, I bet. I bet there's people in Kenya saying, "Well, it's about time." <laughs> right. It's, it's it's the thing is it's just the the thing about the film and the experience with the audiences, especially, and even the reactions that we've been getting. It shows how universal our our right. struggles Absolutely. and challenges are and so good yeah. why we need to keep talking together talk, talking to each other and collaborating mm. and finding ways for people to hear our stories as much as we hear your stories because we have if we know a lot about surviving um corrupt regimes and <laughs> and poor yes leadership there's much to learn there's much to learn police we have years of experience, so there's <laughs> so much to learn from from Absolutely. our experience, and we have so much to learn in terms of how we can exist in democracies and build democracies and keep our liberties and voices going. So, and how and and you know what, Sam? It's so great. It's so you sound like you're teaching a, a class now in political <laughs> science. It's fantastic. But but and how different democracies are going to be just because exactly. democracy is working in a particular way here in Canada or the U.S. or wherever exactly. doesn't mean it's going to work exactly the same, exactly. right? I mean, this like, the assumptions we make. We are we are we are very different culturally. We 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 came together as a country very different from the way. Canada came together as a country, right. the way the U.S. came together as a country. So it, I think it will be kind of ignorant to think that what works for you is going to work for me. It, it's, it's uh, yeah. The thing I do, I do believe in and I strongly will continue to speak, speak about from the highest mountaintops is I believe in civil liberties. I believe mm. that human beings are born with rights. The certain rights that we have that can nobody can take away from us. And when when someone tries to to step on those rights, that's a problem. Like freedom of speech. Right. Like I I I have the right to express myself as an artist. 
and that shouldn't be taken away. And, and those are the things I think we need to congregate and protect, especially right now. Well, uh, Sam, wise words. I, I thank you so much. I can't believe we, uh, we've, we've had a 40-minute uh, recorded conversation. <laughs> Time has flown by. I feel, and once again, you know, I, just, I so love uh, getting the opportunity, and I really do feel privileged to be present with you and to interview you and to chat to you and to step into this world as well because it's, it, I, I, these conversations fly by, and I think, wow, we've just started. We yeah. barely scratched the surface, and you must feel that way a little bit as a filmmaker yeah, too. But, I'm uh, like, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But thank you so much for your time today. No, thank We've you. been talking thank with um, Sam Soko about his new film, Softy. World premiere was at Sundance uh, this year, but uh, also playing uh, at Hot Docs 2020. It's available online. Uh, Sam, one last thing: Can people see this film after Hot Docs? Will it be available? Uh, are you still working on international yeah. distribution, or will it be online? So we are we are working a bit on international distribution, but we're going to be on PBS on POV in October. Um, PBS POV October yes, in October, and we're also um, going to be, I think, in the UK on Storyville, oh, the BBC. Oh. The BBC. Yeah. Oh, good for you. Um, it's amazing. A really, but the really big thing that we are kind of hoping and working on is to do like a local premiere in Kenya. That's like that's oh, the that's main a, goal. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, yeah it that's was, big. It, it was, we, planned, we were planning to originally have it in, actually, <laughs> the premiere was supposed to be tomorrow on the 5th. Oh, no. All right. <laughs> but, well, you know, just, just postpone it. And I mean, so we postponed it, of course. So we're working for it Fantastic. to be later in maybe in September, October, hopefully, basing on everything and how life, life turns, well, turns like everything goes on and how, how things, things will be. Well, I, yeah. I wish you, I wish you well with that. That's great. I was going to ask you if it was going to be airing in Kenya. Yeah, thank uh, you. Sam, thanks, thanks for your time talking today with Sam Soko about whose new film, Softy. Thank, thanks a lot, Sam. Thanks a lot, David. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. 